Hi everyone, welcome back to The Room 5 3 I know it's been a very long time, like a really, really long one year, but I am back with a very dear friend of mine. Please introduce yourself. Hi guys, it's Cam. And I am, I know, by the way, if you guys forgot, um, today we will be talking about fashion and priorities. Just a little background, I, I, I decided to like, obviously like I've wanted Camille to be on my podcast for a very long time like ever since I started but she's been so busy like med school she had no time for me <laughs> I'm I feel kidding. so guilty I'm so no sorry. I'm kidding bitch you're gonna make it look like I'm a bad person I'm not I'm actually that's my goal I, I'm an empath and we're both Gemini's not that it matters but it does so this is why our, our two brain cells right now does being an empath mean you're a good person though no Ladies, guys, if you could comment below, tag me in your Twitter, let us know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so like a little background, Cam and I, what fucking year? Grade 9, back like 10 years ago, right? 2017? We're not that grade old. Grade 9? Oh, I'm sorry. When we first met. Right, right, sorry, not, not when so we graduated. So Camille was... 10 years ago, almost. 2013 was grade 9. 14. 13. 13. 14, oh, I really? remember because we were 15. And I remember because we were also classmates 2014. Great time. Okay, Anna, move on. Anyway, so she was a transfer and, um, you know, the whole buddy system, buddy buddy thing. We were seatmates. I was kind enough to lend her my pen and paper, and that's the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> anyway, also because we, the I think one of the things that made us bond was the fact that we both had like kind of similar dreams mm -hmm. here we go and here we go <laughs> ready the momentum ready is building you ready ready the tissue um so once upon a time when we were younger and didn't have any priorities we had dreams <clears throat> of making it in hollywood oh my God. i in acting she in singing however life got in the way you're so dramatic Bitch, that's why. Okay, I okay. Do you see? Mm, okay. I'm not only a, a box of contradictory stuff. I'm also an extra person. Not really. It depends on the person. But anyway, Dramatic. So could you let the listeners know more about that, Camille? More about how you vowed to win an Oscar one day, and I a Grammy. <laughs> that's so childish. <laughs> I don't it think it's innocent. childish. It it's not childish to have dreams. Absolutely. And I still stand by that almost a decade later. I think it's, I would. I want to say the same, but you know, I it, it got lost. It got lost mm -hmm. growing up. You know, this was like innocent, delusional. Okay, like having dreams as a child was innocent, delusional versions of ourselves, and. You know, I was blinded by a lot of things. I think, like, I just know, like, people were, like, considering how we were both active in, like, performances mm -hmm. in, like, high school, mm -hmm. you know, we would be like, oh, yeah, if we can make it now, like, a lot of people, like, see that we're actually very talented. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, talent agencies, directors, so you're producers, saying at least for, to me, I don't know about you, but, like, that confidence went to my fucking head. Mm. You know, and then, like, before, I mean, like, before college, I was applying to, like, law, um, law school. College in general. Mm. And New York or L.A. was, like, my main goal, right? Mm -hmm. So I ended up in New York, and New York is, like, fucking Broadway acting. Mm. But that shit humbled me. <clears throat> and as somebody young, it kind of just, like, well, yeah, it broke my ego. Mm -hmm. And I just basically gave up on it. How about you? What would you say your journey was like? Wait, no, I don't want to talk about Mia. I want to talk about what you just said. No. Nah. Okay. Because the way you described your passion back in high school was that if everyone could just see how talented I was and like talent scouts and stuff. So it was coming from a place of ego, for sure. Yeah. Back when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. And then when you're when you're going into things with ego it's inevitable that you're gonna get you know 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Wiped. <laughs> you're gonna fall on your ass. Fucking learn that the hard way. Mm. I mean, I still have a massive ego, but you know, I have this person's like shrinking it down for me, mm-hmm. pumping the little bubble. But yeah, it did come from ego. I mean, like looking back now, it was obviously like ego and like being naive as well. Mm. Naive in what sense? I didn't know it was gonna be fucking hard to get <laughs> auditions. I thought it was just like send your fucking tape, send mm. your audition, mm. and you get. Did you back. do those things? Yes. You had self tapes and everything. Yes. Cool. And I also auditioned for like plays in college, mm. like at the uni. And then people there because it was also like a liberal arts school, right? Mm. So fucking people can sing. <laughs> I can't. I fucking mm. can't. So I was like, okay. I think that hearing people like really sing well mm-hmm. besides acting I think that was like the start of like the downfall of me like alright I don't think this is for me really yeah. it was singing that did it yes cause again wow it just my fucking ego mm. and eventually one by one not just your ego it was your environment if everyone around you was fucking Adele, Beyonce, you know. See, that's the thing. Also, like, if that's already the environment that I'm mm. at, mm. what more? If, when you like, get to the big leagues, yeah, right. But that's exactly what you were supposed to be exposed to to prepare you for the big leagues. Like I said, it's a. I was naive. Mm. I, um, I mean, if I had the privilege to do it again. Mm. You would? I would, but... Mm. What would you do differently? Commit. (laughs) Fucking keep the fire going. Mm. Um, You. What about you? What would you... Do, like, if you're in my position? Or, you know, like, enough about me. Like, you. Would you say you lost your passion? Mm. Or you lost sight of it, at least? Um, I think we're taking different routes on how we approach our passions because mine is very much still there and I it's not something I could ever quote unquote give up on it's always going to be a part of me but for example right now I have a lot of music that I don't release or anything like that and the only reason for that is circling back to ego it wouldn't be for me it would be to impress other people to fulfill other people's expectations of me because i was the singer in high school i was the performer in high school and if i were to release a song right now it would be due to peer pressure and at 24 i really fucking hope i'm not the same 14 year old anymore so if i'm gonna release music and if i'm gonna go after my passions it needs to be on my own terms I could be 27, I could be 30, it doesn't fucking matter. Your passions will always be there. Yeah, okay. See, like, right off the bat, the point of this is, this of this podcast episode, by the way, is just to let you guys know that your passion is never really lost. Like I told you, no. it's never lost. It's What was it exactly? I wrote it down. Yeah, go, what did I say? Passion never goes away, it's just your priorities that get in the way. Open and close parenthesis, Lavarius 2023. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we guys are we're recording like at the core right now because we don't know. We don't know. Anyway, um, like I'm glad that your passion is still there, mm. and I love how you said like, you know, if I'm gonna do it again, if I want to pursue it, I want my own way. Right, because we didn't know anything in high school. We just <laughs> wanted to impress each other and ourselves. But mostly each other. And so that, that, that's yours, right? Like, that's mm. how... To me, it's like... I think it just took on a different form. Okay. Like, one thing I've been really reflecting on, I think, the past years. Like, I mean, you know, it's not... At this point, it's not quarter-life crisis. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a year shy away to actually my quarter-life crisis. But mm. upon reflecting, I feel like there was this overlying theme... Mm. and only somebody recently told me it's like 
I have a thing for connecting with people, right? Right. Like, meaningful relationships. I like talking to people. I like conversing with people. Mm. And back then in high school, I remember my essays, my college essays, I would always say, like... Because also, here's the thing. I've been reading my college essays mm-hmm. again just because, like... I don't know. The universe was like, go back to read your essay, you know. And I did. And one thing was that a lot of them, a lot of my essays would go on and point out, say like, I want to tell stories of people mm-hmm. in the form of motion pictures. Mm-hmm. Now I realize it doesn't have to be motion pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. It can be. It can be advocating for people you know supporting this organizations and stuff like that and letting Mm. it known to the entire people i didn't even realize like if you asked me like 10 years ago if Mm. that's what i wanted to do i probably would said no but now Mm -hmm. again maybe it's with this one person that was like Mm. told me like you know ignited this flame inside of me and be like it inspired me Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i feel like do you think like passion and inspiration come together to me it does right yes they go hand in hand i think maybe one of the reasons also i lost quote and unquote lost it is mm. i lacked inspiration would you Amen. say it? <laughs> mm. yeah it's your environment yeah going back to environment see you're in an environment now where you can kind of feel inspired and someone is guiding you in a way and now you realize that okay maybe it's not through motion picture maybe i really do just want to connect to people directly person to person skin to skin talking like that and that's how i think we're still similar actually because i'm in med school i'm in medicine and the most intriguing sometimes the only intriguing part of medicine to me is the notion that one day I get to talk to people one day I get to sit down as someone that gets to help them and connect with them that's what it is for me too you'd be surprised how a lot of people are very logical or very why would I be surprised that's how I see all corporate people just like yeah and you know what pisses me off I mean not piss me off but like I was watching an episode, the first episode of The Good Trouble, and I didn't finish it, but, like, mm. they quoted something from Legally Blonde, which obviously was from Aristotle. People, because Aristotle, you know, as a philosophy major, you know these kinds of quotes, but Aristotle was like, law is, the, is logic free from pas- passion, or is it reason free from passion? And then if you think about it, a lot of lawyers were previously artists. It's a trend, that I'm not gonna officially say that's the trend, but like I know so many lawyers that were mm. once painters, singers, musicians, actors. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that also kept me kind of going, at least in college, before like the downfall of like that thing, mm. was I've always been told prior, like during applications, like you can still be a lawyer mm-hmm. and an actor at the same time. There's mm-hmm. so many lawyers in New York that like, you know, are judges right now and mm-hmm. they're at night they go in plays mm-hmm. they acted plays mm-hmm. and a part of me was like okay that's kind of ridiculous because like why would not you just like get one and do one how is that ridiculous because it, to me at the time again my ego was at like time. it's this mm-hmm. or nothing go mm-hmm. big go home yeah that was me too i was right? willing to drop out of high school <laughs> so i could say <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that was ninth grade school okay like yeah but you know one of the things that i do appreciate about our high school mm. they respected the arts <laughs> in the sense that they put that was our time school and effort yeah you mentioned earlier that if you were to do things differently right you want to do it your own way yeah okay but now let's say you're given that opportunity to do things your own way okay how would you prioritize it given that you know you go to med school Okay, and now I'm going to tie that back to what you just said. Um, back, you, you said back in high school, your perspective was, that's dumb. Why would you be a lawyer and act at the same time? It was all or nothing. That's me 
with all my passions it's not just singing honestly there's a lot of things that i want to do with my life and my main goal is not even releasing music it's actually writing i want to go back to school for writing i want to be an author one day and that's something that i have to put on the back burner because i don't have the privilege of dropping all my shit going to get a writing degree and writing a book and doing the things that i want but just because they're on the back burner that doesn't mean i've given up on them once i have my medical degree that would sort of give me freedom to do the things that i really do want eventually that's nice and yeah so it, it how so I, it's interesting also like your 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 passion turned into a different form because you mentioned now you just wanted it's always been writing right right high school i meant a singer was what what high school branded me with just because i could <laughs> sing i was the singer na sa lahat ng events sa lahat ng whatever i i was chosen to sing and don't get me wrong i I'm, it did I'm feed flattered. your ego right i was flattered yeah and, and we all needed a little boost boost in high school high school was terrible i just moved from new york to here i needed confidence um but yeah i realized along the years how long has it been almost 10 years right like yeah. singing i even dabbled in making it a professional career and i will say it's not fun anymore when it's your profession passion should not be your fucking job because you're gonna tire out and it loses its spark nay why is a passion a passion because it's what makes you happy but if you tie that to monetization and you you tie your passion to something that will feed you and pay the bills it's not your passion anymore that's your responsibility i fell out of singing because of that yeah because your priorities fucking shifted no because i made it my profession during the pandemic i was a wedding singer i made money by singing at weddings with my little jazz band and it was fun but like it's really tiring and it's costly and the money that you make is not worth it and like life just catches up and it's not sustainable and then you sort of miss your passion for what it used to be just the passion yeah so in a way what? you were still prioritizing you know i mean not explicitly but you're prioritizing like okay how do i get from this to this because i just spent money on this one but on this one but also my point of this question is like how do you be careful mm. how can you be careful in like making sure that your passion stays as passion how do you make sure that it stays as the driving force mm -hmm. of what you want to do in your life and not fall into the trap of like okay this is exhausting this is draining right. the life out of me this is fucking mm. not making me happy anymore i love that question there's so many ways to answer it though and i'll start with this angle uh it's the one that i started this podcast with if you stop doing it for everyone else and ego but you just do it for yourself you're not impressing anyone it's just for you and to accepting that you have limitations in life you're still underneath your parents roof you're still being educated by them you know the sooner you accept that and the sooner you sort of make space for your passions in the future the more at peace you're going to be you're not giving up on it you're just saying wait Oh my god, I love that. That's I love it. that. I love that. No, because I... Yes. Yes. Right? I see you that way too. Yeah, because I've seen my way like that too mm. recently. Like, it's there. Just, you mm -hmm. know, wait. It's refreshing, right? To yes. think. And it's... It, when I realized that... Well, it was fucking recently. That's why I also invited you because I really wanted to talk about this. And mm. I know that you're the person that can relate to this. Mm -hmm. But when you realize that if you want to do something for you, it takes a lot of weight off your shoulders yeah yeah and you just i it, it's it's such a breather mm -hmm. and i agree because mm -hmm. i know i don't give a fuck i could be 40 and i'll still go back to school for writing i'll still do whatever it is that i want to do the pre it's, it's it's so easy for so many people to say like yeah you know you can do whatever you want you're still young you know you'll never what about what about if like mm -hmm. since you mentioned you're 40 Anyway, mm. I'm yeah, not I 40. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's 24. She's like my... She's, we're the we're same age. We're the same age. We're not like... We are the same age. Anyway. <laughs> she's so, 40. I mean, obviously, like, I really fucking agree with that point. Mm. Like, 
you're again to emphasize you're a P. Your passion has never left. Mm-hmm. It's there. If you make time for something, it's always gonna be there. And I feel like in another angle, at least considering from where like an experience is like mm. you shove your passion into like a fucking closet or mm. in a fucking drawer because you're like I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. I have a different, I have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you're not prioritizing your passion or you're not making time for your passion is because, again, your environment, it's making you miserable. That's true. If you do not thrive in a sense that you're not making time for the things that matter for you, mm-hmm. be it your dreams, your goals, your talents, your skills, or your family, it's you gotta a, like right. balance. You it's gotta dip. That analogy that you made earlier at the cafe. I make a lot, of, a lot of analogies. Yeah, the plant, the plant one, planting some pagita or something in yeah. the desert or the if you're, like exactly, exactly. Um, just to repeat it. Um, I said her <laughs> proud, but I mean, like a lot of us are sampaguitas, okay. And if you do not thrive in the North Pole, <laughs> why the fuck would you stay there, right? Best, you gotta dip, you gotta bounce. And, oh yeah go no that's it. I was just saying because like literally that's the, the same thing I wrote on my essay when I transferred from New York to San Diego mm. because it's literally the fucking environment really I mean inter- literally the weather like you know how New York is fucking depressing during winter right yeah but New York I can say for sure is my vodka like <laughs> <laughs> I thrived in New York mm-hmm. and you know it's also like passion like if you do your passion or something that you love. You, there will be days that you hate it, but there be there will be days that you also love it. And if those days that you love it overpower mm. the days that suck mm-hmm. when you do it, that's fine. It's it's normal. Mm-hmm. Just keep on doing what makes you happy, where you're good at, what keeps you going. Does that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. I get it. Anyway. What are you saying? What are you no, saying? but I want to add on to what you're saying. Uh, nah, it's limitations, talaga. And not a lot of us have the privilege. Exactly. And that's something you have to just accept. Like, give yourself grace. If you start a little bit later than everyone else, that doesn't mean you're less worthy of it. But acting you know, you're still underneath your parents' roof and you're still depending on them. It's me with singing, me with writing. Do you think I'm going to subject my parents to a writing degree too? They're paying a shit ton of money for med school. Like, that's something that I have to pursue on my own. And now is the perfect time to do it. We're in our early 20s. Are we still in our early 20s? Is this is 24 still I early? I think, yes. It's not mid yet. I mean, like, 20 in this fucking economy, 20 is the new, like, fucking... We're 24, so it's, like, basically 14 years old. 30 mm-hmm. is the new 40, so we have time. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. There's but, that, too. Okay. Now's the perfect time to fuck up and realize what we want. Okay, going through that. Um, So what would you say about people that say they don't know what they want to do yet? Okay. What would you say? They don't know what they want to do yet in terms of passion or career or what? Both, like in general. Like this is like a general question. Don't know what to do yet. Yeah, like they 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 jump from one career oh. to another. Ah. Cause like that just means like if you don't know what you want to do, right? That means you don't know what you're passionate about yet, or what you're. Don't know who you are yet. Yeah. So what would you say to those kinds of listeners? I'm pretty sure it's a lot. I was that. I was in that position. Mm. But, um. Okay, I'll answer, or you, you'll answer you, you, first. You answer first. Go. Okay, we'll both answer it. Um, that's a very loaded question because we all come from differing levels of privilege. Um, if you're someone who can jump from one thing to another to another to another, good for you. You're very lucky. Not many people can do that, and I am one of those people that could not do that. I never wanted to be in med school. I never wanted to do medicine. But somewhere along the way, I just had to learn to love it. I had to learn to like it because I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not going to spend my 20s miserable in med school. And so medicine was something that I had to fall in love with. I had to teach myself to fall in love with. And if you're also in the same boat right now and you're lost and you don't have the same privileges as 
maybe other people, it's completely okay. Um, but I do urge that you do keep yourself busy, even if it's something that you're not passionate about, even if it's something that you don't like, it is so much better to have something to call your own. Now, one day when you're in your late 20s, whenever, whenever, whatever your timeline is, um, you can stand on your own. And then that's sort of when you can discover who you are and do all the things that you now can do maybe if you work like a corporate job that you don't like it sucks i know but that's okay like you're doing it for yourself you're doing it for your future i'm proud of you just keep going and you know everything else should fall into place i would like to add wait one second okay go i got i was an athenea that but for creative writing that was my that was my thought guy you know, but like I, I was forced to go into medicine. I was forced to go into biology. Oh, because we were, we are the eldest daughters. Like, it's fucking like I also like remember applying again. This is why I want NYU because NYU. Now that I said it, everything's gonna happen. You know, <laughs> but like I remember applying to NYU for political political science mm. and creative writing as well, mm-hmm. double degree. And then I remember it was New Year's Eve just right before the deadline mm. I told my dad because you know he needed to pay for the application he was like what are you applying for I said that political science and writing and he was like there's no money there <laughs> and I've gotten a big fight so mm-hmm. I just like cancelled it so I just kind of re- kind of regret it mm-hmm. regret what getting in a fight with him or cancelling not shooting my shot and mm. submitting and just like fucking paying it with my own money it's fucking expensive <laughs> but probably would have changed my mm. course of history Mm. But again, I think sometimes, or most of the time, everything eventually falls into place. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if I were to just think of memories like that, I would have nothing but resentment for my parents. But you can't do that to yourself either. Like, Absolutely. don't hold on to things like that. You cannot. Not in this economy. <laughs> and do it for you. It's also like, you know, since we're talking about it, I just, it is really fucking important to realize that privilege is such a big factor in like, like, you know, us as artists, at least when we thought we were going to be artists, mm. you know, it, it, it's true when they hey. say that. No, 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 no. No, pursue artist, the arts. Artist is, it's a fluid term. I consider myself an artist. Fuck anyone who says otherwise. Okay. I spent all I my time writing. And writing songs and singing, and if that's not an artist, then I don't. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe right. not professionally. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So, okay, sorry, but like, on. pursuing the arts mm. again is also a fucking privilege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the also, presence of options. It's also a privilege. privilege. Emphasize on having. Yes, doing things your own way is important, but at least having a back support, or like somebody to support you, be mm. by your side, keep you down, mm. humble you, mm. and guide you, <laughs> I think that's also like as important as pursuing something. Right. Because otherwise you're fucking, what, shooting in the dark. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of my mom, actually. I'm thinking of our parents. I mean, the generation of millennials. Our parents? Boomers. Dude, fucking boomers. Boomers, sorry. The, you know, my parents were immigrants in America. And you, I just, I thought of my mom and you said that, like, no one's to guide you and no one, like, my mom, what she did was also just a shot in the dark. She went to America and the rest was history. I brought up the whole immigrant thing because I wanted to tie it to what you said, nah. Uh, it's really important that you have someone that encourages you and gonna gonna because if it's not it's just a shot in the dark like how what does that say about us sort of because our parents <laughs> they're tough as they're <laughs> tough as nails moving across the country to be amongst people who don't speak the same language who they don't have 10 fucking dollars in their pocket but they shot their shot in the dark and just everything just fell into place eventually so what does that say about us and we're just talking about passion i don't know i don't know about you but it makes me feel like everything's gonna be okay 
Yeah, like I said, everything will eventually fall into place. Yeah, I, I mean, I like that. I like to think of that. Because our parents are sort of giving us that opportunity, or at least the building blocks leading to the life that we want, a.k.a. pursuing our passions. Pero, ayusin mo na buhay mo. Find a career that will make you money. Ganon. That's always how I've viewed it. Then that has prevented resentment from, like, leading my life. That's what prevented the resentment? Yeah. Mine was, like, seeing that, you know, my, say my dad came from nothing, and mm-hmm. he's really climbed to the top and brought me to one of the, like one of the best opportunities to mm, receive exactly. education. My parents too. So it does like show you You know, if we're talking about like that mm. context of like, mm. you know, seeing how much your parents have contributed to who you are as a person, yes, I agree. It is another conversation about, you know, as eldest daughters. Oh fuck. <laughs> anyway. There should be a whole another episode just titled Banganai Syndrome. But we could bring it up right now. You said in the cafe, you know, you have a sibling who's going to school for film, and the other oh, one's fu- in yeah. Belgium, and the other, like, I was writing to Camille, <laughs> you know, because they're so lucky, you know, they're so lucky. Oh, we're like little parents paving right. the way for our right. punto. Right. Yeah. And they do not show a tiny bit of her, just kidding. But um, like, you're right. Okay, I was literally the trial and error. When I started college, <laughs> I was the first one that uh-huh. studied abroad. Right now, my brother, who's in the same school that I went to, he's now in New York, he has his own apartment. He doesn't rely on like the school cafeteria food. It's like, I'm gonna say that he has more allowance than I did in college. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really ticked me off was when he's now pursuing film or like the arts. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, when I wanted that, your parents didn't let you. No. So what does that say? Trial and error, bestie. Fucking trial and error. And now my brother, the Bunso, who's probably favored by the family, knows what he wants because it's what he wants satisfies the expectations. They of know parents. what they want because they were given the opportunity to because figure out. Because somebody what they made were. the mistake before them. Somebody made mistakes before them, and they saw that they need to learn from that and not do True. that or reflect. Yeah. That is the epitome of one. It's not fair. It really isn't. It really isn't. Like I see the way my parents talk to my sister now. Oh and, yeah, that's one more thing. Oh my gosh! Like, what do you? What do you want to do? <laughs> like, oh my god! You guys can. Those words can come out of your mouth. What do you want to do, Anak? What do you want to do? And like my sister, was never discouraged from going into animation and, and all that because she's an artist. She she great with her hands you can draw amazing um but i do notice they kind of steer her towards a profitable career but not in the way that i was you and i they were they were like we're not supporting that there's no money in that do something practical the way they co- sort of steer her is like anak magaling ka rin sa magaling ka magdrawing diba so you can go into architecture you could build structures oh and my god do- and now my sister is hell-bent on going into architecture and she genuinely loves it and wants to do it if we had that you still had like little wow. leg room to like mm. you know work your way to like letting per- like persuading them into like doing this because I have fucking my mom mm. so my brother is taking I think he's leaning towards also like editing and animation and stuff mm. So my mom would be like, oh, you know, I searched, like, you know, but, you know, Disney, Pixar, you know, they have a lot of this. Oh, we could apply there, even though they're... Wow. See, the way they go above and beyond, they not only support their dreams, they will, like, help them talaga. Sila na mismo magkahanap ng, you know, opportunities for them. Like, I get, like, they're trying to be... Perpetually jealous of my sibling. And I'm sure you you (laughs) are, too. I'm way past perpetually jealous. I'm just, like... I think I, I think it's all it also comes with like being an adult like you know what I can make my own choices now I will figure it out when I figure it out at the same time it's like you just you no know. no no I want to circle back to what you just said you mean you're way past the jealousy thing I mean this whole podcast is called 
Passion well, versus I don't, wait. I mean, no, our siblings never have to even think of those two words pitted against each other. Passion versus priority. They don't have to think of that. It's just because right now it's do. passion. Right now, all they're all thinking is passion because they haven't had to pay bills. They haven't had to. I mean, maybe my brother, yeah, because like he's a Are you there. not jealous of that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Imagine the creative freedom. If you didn't have to think about me, money and your parents and this and that. To me, I'm nasayangan because. Seeing that. No, it's more sighing because. It's a waste. Like, I, yeah, it was a waste. Yeah, what the fuck? It was a waste. Like, if they write like that because my brother persisted, mm. quote unquote, persisted in like telling my parents what he wanted, if I did it a little more, maybe they could have just been like, okay, fine, you want to do this, but just make sure you make profit out of that. Oh, shit. You feel that? Like, if you pushed a little bit more, you would have gotten Yeah, what so you it wanted. wasn't really jealousy. Damn. All right. Well, we're opposite sides of the coin because I really could not. <laughs> I think because I, I think I'm also part of me is like having three younger siblings. I'm way past jealousy. Like at this point, I'm just like, okay. Got it. Like, I only have one sister to compare myself to, so it's harder. Mm. But I will say too that, yes, oh my God. I went through this a lot. I went through this a lot. Ooh. Sometimes I would stop and think, like, I got. I'm oh, no, sorry. I would stop and think that. What if one day I am granted the ability to just to pursue my passions? Like, what if that day comes? It's like winning the lottery. You know, what would what would the first thing I do be? And, like, terrifyingly, a lot of those moments throughout the last 10 years of my life, I actually didn't know. Like, I would not have an answer to it. Like, I am so entangled in my priorities that when I am given even like a short vacation from school from my responsibilities, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am anymore. You sort of lose yourself to, you know, all these years just doing what you have to. You definitely do lose that creative aspect, Meta. And I don't know, I hated that feeling a lot. That's the thing. You're like, like we talked about earlier, like what happens if like, that fire is gone you know mm. that thing that keeps you going i think we're just human and if it's gone it's because we're just tired and we're doing the things that we have to do and it's not always going to be there but that doesn't mean you've yeah. given up yeah i also want to point that out mm. it's not always going to be there and and again okay to, okay okay <laughs> Again, the reason why we're talking about this is because mm. I had like a fucking epiphany. Okay. Because again, the universe for some reason told me to go back and check your essays because I was talking really? my my dad on Facebook and then the I fuck? came up no because he's on a business trip and then he usually posts something. Okay. So you know when you're on somebody's page, you just might as well stalk till down. Mm-hmm. So and then I saw the one I tagged him during my graduation, okay. my grad pick, and I quoted Hamilton. And then I quoted Hamilton because on the day of graduation, the dean of the university mentioned history has its eyes on you. Which, by the way, which is also funny because fucking Hamilton is showing right now. The history has its eyes on you because I just fucking remember that was the essence of my college essays, my college applications. Again, like I mentioned earlier, if if you read my college essays, like Mm. a lot of the point that I was trying to make is that I want to make history. I want to make a difference in somebody's life. And I realized the reason why I've been so, like, not myself, like, I've lost, like, my sense of identity. Okay. Not really. I mean, like, existential crisis, basically. Okay. Is because I, I lost the thing. I forgot about the thing that kept me going. I forgot the thing that I was passionate about. Mm. And I just... And then also there's this person dear to me that, again, ignited <laughs> that thing. Mm. Seeing that person, like, do what they're good at or what yeah. they're passionate about yeah. without them even like blatantly telling me maybe you should do this mm. like what I'm doing it came to you it came to me mm. and I think it's all like to keep the passion going again like we said earlier is find the inspiration that brought you there in the first place remind <laughs> yourself if you forget what you, if you forget what you're passionate about if you forget the things that matter to you remember why 
you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds corny. I know you guys probably heard this before, but it's actually, you know what? It's fucking true. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a thing or a person, step back. Step back and remember why you're here. Right. What is this for? What is a plan? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose? It's the essence. You know? So now take all of those questions and I want you to apply it to acting. Answer. Again, it took in a different form. Yeah. Now that it's you it's, want to do I wanna connect with people. I wanna people. I because like if you read my like you write you said you write songs, you mm. write you wanna be a writer. Me I write script I wrote scripts before mm. and if you see them I wrote about like General Luna no not General Luna but it, it's, it got I got inspiration from General Luna because I wrote about Gabriella Silang <laughs> anyway no so like a lot of it like I wrote about like Gabriella Silang I wrote about like are you a friend of Dorothy you know what that is no um friend of Dorothy is so like back in the Wizard of Oz era. Mm. It's like a code name for like members of the LGBT back then mm. to confirm that, oh, are you part? Oh. Yeah. What so is like, it? Are you Dorothy? Are you a friend of Dorothy? Ooh. Oh, wow. I got I got shivers. That's so creative. I meant, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, like, also, like, I also wrote something about like, this was the time, like, I didn't know, like, again, so corny but like a female law student having a paper chase because mm-hmm. you know like that time like what's the point of getting a career for just that fucking diploma stressing mm-hmm. anyway the po- like if you look at the themes of my stories of the scripts that I've written for or written about mm-hmm. it's female empowerment it's 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 mm-hmm. it's LGBT related mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's I want that's what you want yeah. to do right that's where it begins because if I can't do that in acting mm. or directing or screenwriting I'll take a different path I thought of Greta Gerwig oh my god right? I watched Barbie I've, right <laughs> oof I watched okay, it that, that's times. where my jealousy went <laughs> that's cause it's like she's oh amazing my god. she's amazing that's what I wanted right but now I just, I guess it's too late. So I'm going to take it to a different form. Because when the fuck did it in my life? I know it's not, quote unquote, too late. You've just, you just said you're arriving No, <laughs> at a new. I mean, yeah, but like, it's also like, you know, if you look at my life, like, mm. it was never in the like regular path. It always took some form of like different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, a lot of people would think Skyway <laughs> to go to a destination. <laughs> Many people would take Skyway to go to a destination. I would take. No, I actually, when you pointed out quarter life crisis earlier, I really want to talk about that. Okay, go. Personally, I hate it. I really do. I I tweeted something a few weeks back, because um, I was with a friend recently, and like they had mentioned that. They're counting down on their um, quarter life crisis because we you know we're 24 and like he's waiting for it. He's waiting for it to consume him, whatever. And like I remember, I tweeted, some people just never get past counting down on life. It's so depressing. I said something like that. Do you kind of get where I'm coming from? Yes. Na- Are we gonna keep doing that until we're fucking old? Like, we're counting down on life. Na lang, like, when we were in high school, we would count down to when we would graduate. When we were college, we would count down to when we could finally work and have independence. And now that we're, everyone's working, we're counting down to our quarter-life crisis. Is anyone ever present anymore? Honestly, it, I, I, hate, I hate that so much. I hate that so much. And it, I think it ties perfectly into passion versus priorities and all of that. Why, do, why does a quarter-life crisis exist? But why does it happen? Because we all compare ourselves with everyone else. <laughs> no, no, no. I have so much more to say about this. I think our generation, that is our, the, the biggest bane of our existence, is comparison. You can't say... That when you go on Instagram, you do not compare yourself to people. You are only human. Back in the day with our parents, 
they didn't have a sense of I'm not doing enough at this age I'm not accomplishing enough I'm not there yet because they had no one to compare themselves to they didn't have apps on their phone where they could see what this friend was doing this friend is married this friend has a mansion this friend is still in fucking college they grew up in a time that was like that but we're we're growing up in an environment with so much comparison and it's so draining and it puts us in a position where it's like are we ever going to be enough for ourselves I see where you're going. We have college degrees, bitch. We we are oh, accomplished individuals. No, I'm like, I have beef with that, with our environment, with how we're we're growing up mm. and, and, and the life that we live right now. All we do is compare ourselves to other people. Because it's all around us. It yeah. is your fucking environment. So if you have a, the opportunity to dip, to bounce, to leave, go. But again, camp. I mean, just a general question. Like, what if you don't have that opportunity to just leave? What then? What do you mean? How did we get to leaving? I'm just talking about the pressures of... You're just an environment. Yeah. Oh, so, like, how do we pull ourselves out of an environment like that? Well, I have friends from the States who will hit me up. Like... Hey, let's be pen pals. I can't do this Instagram shit anymore. I swear to God, I have like three pen pals right now, because it's it's all too much for them. The pressures of just watching everyone else live their lives, and and I get it. The times that I've deleted my social medias too, it was lonely, but it was quiet. Oh, but that that one week when I deleted my TikTok app, mm-hmm. it was quiet. Yeah, you told me too. You enjoyed it because what's that super corny quote like the comparison is a thief of joy or something like that it's fucking true (laughs) and we spend all this time just living in that (laughs) what if it's your fucking job in this day and age Uh, what if it is your job there's literally a job called social media marketing and I, I can't do that I can't Teach their own, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But, uh... No, I get the big picture. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. In so many ways, Matt. We're growing up in a completely different world. (laughs) Just buying a house. Like, the analogy of buying a house for our parents before. My mom bought a house in Queens, New York. Who the fuck can do that now? (laughs) Who who can do that now? And she bought... She did that in her early 30s. Who the fuck can buy a house... Smack dab in the middle of Queens, New York now. You have to be rich as shit. Because <laughs> it's fucking, fucking, it's becoming the new fucking, yeah. Right? Expensive. Yes. And, and like, apply that to everything we've been talking about. We're expected to know this and to do this and to have this, but we're just all stuck, too, on comparing yeah, right each other. now, looking around you and seeing that you don't have to be this person. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do the same thing as a per- what this person is doing. Right. If it's not for You're you... You're saying sometimes comparison is a good thing. So in, sometimes in, in it's a good thing. In the sense of, like, of, like, analyzing... I don't want that. Can I? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's not it me. It took me fucking a while to realize that I just... This is not for me. Right. This is... That was me with singing. I don't like no, this. <laughs> this is draining my energy. It's mm. losing my identity. I don't... I gotta step away. Mm. To people, this is what makes them thrive. This is what to first for some people, this is what they enjoy doing. I don't mm. have to enjoy it. Mm. Like for example, um, the fuck was I conversing about this with? Somebody talked to me about going golf. They were like, "Oh no, a lot of people are doing golf, but I suck at golf." <laughs> what else? What else? Wait, golf, cycling, everyone's tennis. cycling. T- uh, no tennis is fun. It's coming back in, but really? pickleball. Um, the, the little pickleball. Ouch. <laughs> no, what the fuck is... Like, it's like tennis, but like small paddles. Pickleball, right? It's not pickleball. It is. Like, literally... Padel? It's padel. No, it's not. What the fuck? I know. It, okay, it doesn't matter. You really do have ADHD. Um, <laughs> you did not see Wait, that. what else? <laughs> rock climbing. Ooh, I want to... See, I it's a like fucking rock climbing sport. So pickleball. Pickleball. Pickleball? Who see, as a defense... Pickle- who plays Apparently pickleball? people, rich, rich, 
people <sighs> from Ayala about Okay, bitch, mom. not everyone lives in Ayala, Alabama. Exactly, but anyway, like, anyway, the point is, <laughs> people, again, I think it's important to fucking know yourself, because... It's also that. There are people that are still stuck trying to prove... Oh. I think, okay. What? Yeah, go on, go on, go on. No, 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 I'm Because I would say another contradicting thing what? about me. So I like talking to people, right? Okay. I like connecting with people. Okay. But I do not like networking with people. <laughs> because okay, yeah. networking with people yeah. is fucking exhausting. Mm. It's fucking pretentious. Mm. You have Fake. to literally use your energy to pretend that you did this, do that. Because you need that. something from someone. Exactly. It's so and I don't like that. And the oh, people yeah. that I surrounded myself with mm. after graduation or even being in school, because it was a business school, mm. the, the San Diego one, there's a lot of networking events. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, that's not me. Mm. And and I remember, I was that's like, good. I'm glad you learned that. Somebody was like, also told me, like, you're picky when it comes to networking. Eh? Oh. I'm like, yeah, because like, a lot of them are like very obnoxious, mm-hmm. jerks, mm-hmm. assholes, Keep most going. likely fucking sexist, yeah. and an overall douchebag who doesn't have any form See, of empathy. See, that's left another in them. way. Oh, that's another way in which I feel like we're the same. It's hard for us to separate um, responsibility and work from ourselves. Like, I know, because in that situation, you really can't, you shouldn't be judging people for their personality and this and that. You need to be completely objective. <laughs> but we can't. We, 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 it's and, hard. Deba. Deba. It's not for everyone. So, it's, I think it's, it's also important to know, know your boundary, know your limit. Like, if you think this is too much for you. Say, like, for example, networking. Let's say in your job, mm-hmm. you need, because I was in sales, right? Mm. So you have to close a client every month. And mm-hmm. before you close a client, you need like 50, 50 100, almost 200 people to talk, to message. Mm. It was exhausting. Mm. But if I were given that role again, mm-hmm. to be like, and if I had the chance to be like, I will pick how many people I will talk to. I will take mm-hmm. that. Because I just, I cannot go beyond this number of people like, and okay, maybe it's yeah I'm a judgy person but I feed off people's energy and <laughs> that's so mean. and people close to me will be like what why he's nice no man mm. but then you just know there's a vibe right there's mm-hmm. a fucking vibe if anyone describe wait before we move on if anyone describes you with he's nice no man that okay <laughs> that's and never so a what? good thing that's never a good <laughs> yeah. thing honey no Run and I think meeting a lot of people like in general work, mm. personal. You kind of just know these kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can actually categorize them, mm-hmm. and it's just. I'm very intentional with who, I. Because you don't want to waste your. No, energy. but not just that, Anna. I'm both being very intentional, with the energy that I'm trying to harvest in my life, but I'm also being very much like, I've got nothing to lose. Fuck it. Let's it you know what i mean like i i'm g to hang out with anyone right now and to like make new friends and all of that not in a making connections way literally just finding your people finding the people that you feel safe with um no yeah i agree me more so in excel i like it i'm enjoying Uh, it like in terms okay yeah i feel like the older i get the more i become an ambivert or like an introvert Mm -hmm. but essentially like oh wait I saw the quote, uh, not a quote, I just saw it on Instagram and it made me so sad because it's so true. What? Um, oh no, that was on TikTok. It was, uh, as we get older, loneliness becomes easier. We get used to it. Ah. That's why you were saying, like, the older you get, you kind of become more of an introvert. That, but more so in the context for me, it's it's like, I choose the people Oh. I want in my life like for mm-hmm. example I will meet people like in a social setting okay yeah let's socialize let's, let's have some drinks but that's the extent of it yeah 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 me I too. will not like make the effort of scheduling like brunch dates with you mm-hmm. you know schedule like you know come to my house like, unless you vibe with them yeah mm-hmm. and because you're yeah, like again, you're intentional mm-hmm. you're you're you, you like you just want to keep that peace in yourself got in it your life, right yeah that's my two cents 
You want to keep that piece. I'm more of, you know, like, fuck it. No. For the plot. <laughs> <laughs> for the plot. For the plot. That's me right now. But also keeping the piece. But also, let's spice things up because we're not going to be 24 forever. You know. Ooh. That's been on my mind a lot. Like, aging. No, 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 no. Aging. Ooh. I... It keeps me up sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'll obsessively look at myself in the mirror and go like this. Like, I'll scrunch up my brows and, like, see how many wrinkles are coming in. Like, that... Fucking TikTok filter. It drives me insane. I hate it so much. See the things that we live with now. Um, But I feel like it's because my face, like, just naturally looks like I'm 30. (laughs) I don't look fucking... Have you seen my relatives? They fucking look like I'm older, but they're older than me. Really? Yeah. Only dad jeans. Well, anyway, that adds on to it. That adds <laughs> that adds on to everything that we are like dealing with right now: passion versus priority, and privilege, privilege or the lack of. Um, what else? Peer Just pressure, knowing, yeah. for sure. And also the looming inevitability of aging. 24. We're babies. I, listen, the pandemic took away three years of my fucking life. I am not 24. I am not 24. You're 14. You're a 24 year old teenager girl. Wait, why 14? To me, being 24 is basically 14. Oh, you go back a decade. For me, it's more of. Um, Diba, we're an adult by the time we're 18, so technically I'm only six years old. It's it's still so fucking wild seeing people, you know, on social media, like, yeah, okay, fine, social media. Mm. You see them posting about, like, having a job, buying a house, like, buying wine. Married children. Yeah, married children. Oh, I can't. Wait, I cannot. Weren't we all just fucking 15? (laughs) Weren't we just in the same classroom? Yeah, like, (laughs) weren't we just throwing paper at each other? Uh, you're 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 settled down i mean okay Listen, that's you wait i hope i'm not trying to get canceled here but like when i see things like that talaga i have like an out of body experience like how how just how like i feel like a baby talaga like wala pa akong alam wala pa akong nagagawa sa buhay ko marami pa akong gagawin marami ko pa. and like a lot of her batchmates are, are already settled down with families. And it's, like, good for you, but also, wow. In in relation to me, I'm like an alien. I cannot see myself in that realm ever. Maybe not even 10 years from now. And maybe the next time we make an episode, we're 30 fucking 4. And I'm, I'm still going to be <laughs> me, I think, honestly. That's why I'm saying I feel like I'm still fucking 14. Exactly. Because it's just... <sighs> and this is the energy that I love. I love being with people that also sort of view life the same way. Like, okay, wait, no, let's let's not take everything so seriously. Let's just, like, figure out what we want, Muna, and, like... Oh, yeah. Let's be young, Muna. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? I'm not... mm, mm, Maybe it's just me, I think this this one career that I had... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I realized what the fuck like the people that were in it they were mm-hmm. like talking about like oh stocks we should invest in stocks oh we should go to fucking crypto mm. and what's this for and, and, if I, and, and NFT NFTs which by the way is fucking cra- crashing mm-hmm. I was like what the fuck I'm worried about what fucking coffee beans I'm gonna fucking order after this one <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about what when, when Zara will be fucking on sale again I worry about when the fuck am I... But that takes you know, into account privilege, ex- I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, can we have fun first? Right, I got can you. Can we, like... Got you. Like, yo, like... And then you realize you're in different... It's true when they say, like, you're in different path. You're the one is rushing, you're is taking your time. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, don't compare yourself. But also, I think it also comes, ties in depending on your situation where of course it's always the situation Anna. it's always the privilege and it's always the so i guess necessity. i'm renaming this episode to passion priorities and ppp privilege fucking alliteration um, yeah actually do that we talked a lot about privilege because not a lot of people talk about it they acknowledge it but they don't talk about it 
Oh, mm. see, this this is a kind of vibe and people that I want in my life. Mm. Same views, same. We're not rushing. I just hung out with a friend too recently. <laughs> and like, listen, nothing is better to me right now than holding up in some cozy little jazz bar, whatever, just talking about our current crushes and our current whatever work whatever the fuck we're doing with our lives and just like chilling there's nothing better than being present you i don't I really love regret it. a lot of things but one thing i regret was like a year ago i was fucking stressing where my life was going mm. i was rushing i was like i'm still in manila what the fuck what was the point of me studying abroad hell? if i'm in manila i have to like go to law school i have to find a job and then go to law school. And now I'm like... I I just finished a book. Uh, a book that constantly states what you just said. Like, it, uh, the author would say, because retreating or going back to their home... To your home country feels like defeat. It feels like... It feels I mean, like failure. And, and I think that's... That's a loaded thing. Yeah, but also... I don't think it necessarily it just, equates to failure. No, it's more also like the thing is, you being you know as a bicultural, bilingual, bisexual. <laughs> what did we know? I'm saying like, I have my homeland, I have my home country, mm-hmm. and then I have another country. Mm-hmm. So I saw this also quote on TikTok that goes like something like, "You don't know which home you be- you belong to." It goes on that idea because... Sorry, like, I'm going to reference the book again. There you she, go. Th- there's a character in there that you would love. What book is this? Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Oh, shit. Um, I love the way she would describe the characters. Marx, he was, I believe, Japanese and American and this and that. He was like five different things. And in the same vein, he's nothing at all. His, See, he has no identity because he's all of those things. Yeah. Kind of, and that was my... Yeah, exactly. Do you feel that? Especially strongly last year, yeah. Really? I didn't know what home was to me. I mean, physically, yes, there's a house. Yes, there's my family. One thing that I'm happy about is that I I don't have to feel anxious about leaving. Okay. But I did feel scared that I'm never leaving mm-hmm. my current state. Right. That makes sense. I mean, and I think in your situation, it's ambition talaga. Because you don't see your future here. Ako, ako, ako naman, I think literally it is an identity thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe ambition too, but like, I grew up here, you know? Like, you've been to New York, you've been to the States, you wouldn't I grew up in the States. Oh, shit, yeah. But like, so, to me, like, to, okay. Oh. I grew up here. I grew up here, I know the place, yeah. and like, I'm just, I can't, I just think the sense of familiarity mm. and comfort and stability. Okay. Maybe mostly stability. Yes. Which again, another contradictory thing about me mm. is that I want to get out of here. I want change, mm-hmm. but I find comfort and stability. I'm gonna say something that I think you're gonna completely agree with. Maybe okay. we're the same in this sense too. Okay. Because I love the Philippines. I fell in love with the Philippines. This was never my home. My home was also New York. But I say this a lot. I think it to myself, and it's that it's not that i want to leave the philippines and search for better it feels like when we're titas and when we're like in our 50s or whatever this is a wonderful place to settle down because this is where our friends are where our loved ones are but ambition is still very much such a big part of who we are there's still so many things we want to do and yeah you want to search for that in in america and and that's you feel like you'll have opportunities in other countries it's that it's that for me same right i remember Mm. what i said earlier like for us we plan we we have this plan of working abroad Mm. because we can you know what we learn there will be equipped and we can contribute it here right but again it's also a loaded idea because how do we do that you know, unless you're mm. a fucking rich, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, we'll get there when we get there. But I do agree. Philippines, mm. I mean, I don't know home right now, but for sure, Philippines is retirement if it still sees do not, you know. Mm-mm. But then again, is it retirement, like, still considered home? Exactly. 
So no one hates yourself from then for sure. It is. I never said it wasn't. We look at Makati right now. Like it's so calming. She was she's being charming for us because she knows that we're filming a filming recording a <laughs> podcast. Bessie, are you not in Makati a lot? No. It's always so traffic here, so this was fun. So if you guys were listening, if you made it this far, <laughs> it's so long. We are, this has to be Wait, my longest. But this has to be the longest episode I've made, and I feel like it's great because this probably was like Aww. a fucking vent rant, contemplating philosophical session. And if you guys made it this far, I hope you guys learn or like take time to reflect as well. No, I hope you feel that you're not alone. We're all, oh, we're all, we are, we're all lost as shit. <laughs> that's okay. But that's okay, because eventually things will fall into place. Mm. You're okay. You're only 24, or whatever age you are. If you're lost... Minus back. three years because of the pandemic. So. So mentally, you're 20... Fuck age. You know what? It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're 50. You're, you're, you'll get there. Whatever okay, it is, like you'll find what it is. And like you're still like childish. Okay, that's a different topic. Child- but anyway, childish. Oh. <laughs> huh. Anyway, if you feel lost, remember to go back to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna leave Stop even more lost. Thank you for coming. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Why did you record it on video? Bye. Bye. Bye, Dom.